0: Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others radio show. We hope that while you're with us today, you'll hear a relevant kingdom teaching or inspiration that will aid you in becoming your best you. Sit back, relax, and prepare to be empowered. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Empower to Empower Others. This is your host, Valerie Burrell. I am excited, I'm excited, I am excited to have with me as my co-host on today a phenomenal woman I met a year or so ago in um, in association with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, God connected us. He made us roommates. We got to share and to fellowship, to learn and to grow, and I appreciate her spirit Thank you for being with me, Sheree Bell, for being my co-host on today. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so very much, Valerie, for inviting me. I'm excited about what God has done, what he's going to do. Um, he's just an awesome God, as we both know. And as you mentioned earlier, we met almost a year, a year and a half ago with um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Didn't know who our roommate was going to be. Uh, <laughs> so we were praying that God just give us a match, and we hit yes. off awesome very well. <laughs> That's an awesome thing. That's an awesome thing.
0: Yeah, he he's amazing. He is amazing. Um, she is a founder of Affirmed Ministries and the co-founder of Cut for Christ Ministries. Born and raised in Baltimore, um, she's got a lot that I could share about her. But most what what's most important to me is that I, it's evident that she has a relationship with Christ. That she's about getting done what God wants in this hour. And I'm just grateful that she's here with us today. So, my sister, what's on your heart? What are we sharing with the people of God on today?
1: You know, it's amazing that um, you would definitely give me a, you know, a call and say, hey, I would love for you to be on my show today. Um, because, you know, as the pandemic has been going on, people have, have, have had several challenges in their life. And the thing is, whether or not they want to admit the challenges, whether or not they want to be vulnerable. And for me, being vulnerable in ministry can be very hard. And I'm uh, quite sure you expl- you know that as well, you know, because sometimes when we're vulnerable, people kind of look at us as weak. They yeah. look at us as if, like, you know, why would I go and chat with that person if they are having their own issues? Not mm-hmm. realizing that God takes us through things so that we can minister to others. If mm-hmm. I have not experienced what they are going through, how can I actually be full-on ministering to you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, Um, absolutely. I can't face a total understanding you or total giving my heart out to you um, if I have no knowledge about where you've been. So for me, this time of being in quarantine has been an experience. I am a people person. I love um, hanging out with people. I love chatting with people. Um, but, you know, this time was a, a slow-down time. A uh, slow-down time that allowed me to spend some time with Sheree, not just with Sheree, Shere, and figuring out myself, figuring out what my challenges were and what my weaknesses are. And um, sometimes you see those things, and those are not good things, mm-hmm. you know? hmm 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 But then say, like, who can I reveal that to? I know that I can go to God about it but can I actually go to the people that I know and they will accept this and be okay with it? Or do I have to, in so many words, keep this hidden from them so they won't know the struggles that I go through?
0: Yeah, it's something about that judgment that we get um, as ministers that people expect us to live a flawless life, but we are full of flaws um, because we're all – Created in his image true, but we've still got flesh, and we still got issues I, I think i I just posted on uh, on my blog page on um yesterday, I believe it was uh or Monday, I can't even remember, but I put that Christians have issues too, and sometimes people want to put us in this glass house and and right. sort of look at us in awe as though, oh well, they're a minister, oh they're this, they're that. So I'm not expecting to see anything tainted come from that beautiful vessel. No, we, we have issues too. And that's why it's important. I'm grateful for my circle. And I'm sure you're grateful for yours too, that you can have a place to go that's safe, a place without judgment, because we need that. I, I mean, we absolutely need that. And um, yeah, you're yeah, that's, truth. That's just plain truth. That's just plain truth. But I think think also,
1: Valerie, I think also it's not that people put us in a glass house,
0: okay, or put us on a
1: pedestal. I think that sometimes we try to live the life that there is nothing going on with us, that we hmm. all are all together, that when we walk out the door, you know how that, that little saying said, I woke up like this? We want people to believe that We woke up like this, that we have it all together and not we don't go through trials and tribulations. We don't go through the humps throughout the life, throughout life. We want them to believe that we're okay. And I know just recently I was doing um, um, push-ups for um, suicide, for suicide awareness. Not that I was on the edge of suicide, but I kept saying check on your strong friends, you know. Check Mm -hmm. on your strong friends Mm -hmm. to do that because our strong friends are checking on us. We're not checking on them because we think that they have it all together, not realizing that sometimes they're doing everything within them to put up the strength in order to check on you to make sure you're okay. And instead of getting it in reverse, we don't get it. We we have limits on our knowledge. We have limits on our ability. We have limits on our energy, but yet we don't sometimes want to let people know that because, as you say, people start putting us in that judgment area, they start judging us, and they no longer want to come back. So instead of us becoming vulnerable, we put ourselves in this little corner, and we only bring me out ever so often, you know what I mean? Because we don't want to be judged by others, and we continue to minister. But you can't minister on empty, you know? Right. As you're right out, you have somebody pouring back into you. And if you don't have that, then you're definitely going to hit bottom rock. And not only that, that's when the, the sin comes in because you don't have someone filling you up. And people always, they say, well, go to God, go to God. But, yes, we do go to God in prayer, okay? But God also sends those other people to put a word in us. And if we don't have those people coming by every now and then to drop a word in our spirit or to build our spirit up or to lift us up while we're lifting up others, we are going to be drained, and we cannot minister on empty. We can't minister on empty. And sometimes we don't realize that, you know, because we yeah. want to think that um, it, it has to be competitive. You know, we're not doing um, as much as the next person. And I've been there, you know, if I'm not doing as much mm-hmm. as the next person, it mm-hmm. must not be flowing. You know, not thinking about yeah. the little nuggets, the little, the little um, coins that I've tossed in every now and then to somewhere, and it has definitely delivered somebody from where they were. Instead of looking for the little small things, because the small things are what actually builds the
0: big picture.
1: Absolutely. And if we forget about those things, then there's a a problem,
0: you know? Yeah. And and, and I'll share with you, too, you know, you bring up when you were doing that challenge, and um, I watched you a couple days, and I was like, you go, girl. You go, girl. (laughs) And, and, you know, that was a week that I was saying, you know, Valerie, you got to start doing small steps, small steps. And so I watched you, and I watched another minister who was doing this exercise routine. And she kept saying, it's a small, make small steps, make small steps, small steps, make small steps. And I watched you again like the next day because that was the day you had to do double up. And she was like, I didn't, you said I didn't record. So now I'm having to do this all over again to make up, you know? And I was like, God, how many times have we disqualified ourselves because we didn't have the right audience? Huh? Huh? How many times, come on, how many times did we disqualify what we did because we didn't think we had the right audience? Because truth be told, sis, you didn't have to go back and double that up for us, but you did because there was accountability to what you said, and I said, God, there are times when you've spoken to us and we've done the thing. We've done exactly what you told us to do, the way that you told us to do it. But because we didn't feel like we had the right audience when we did it, we go back and try to do that thing again. And he's saying sometimes, right, that we're wasting energy trying to do things to please man when ultimately all we have to do is please him. And that's true. And so that's it's like, will you do yeah. it for an audience of, you know,
1: will yeah. you do it for an audience of one? And that audience of one is him. You know, if you do it for him, who else, I mean, it doesn't matter who else is watching. But a lot Mm -mm. of times because of the human side of us, okay, the human side of us has to um, show that we've done this or we've succeeded in this or we are successful in that. And and that's what tears us down because um, when we're not successful, when we fall, it hurts so much. But it not only hurts the people that are around us, but it hurts us. And then it's hard for us to fall out of that, that hole. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. That's what we have to sit back and we have to think about it. You know, God, um, all of my weaknesses, I, they're hidden, but they're not hidden from you. God. Right. And if I allow my weaknesses to, to um, flow in so many words, all it does is it builds me up. It builds you up. It helped me emotionally, really, to become emotionally healthy. And last week, I felt emotionally unhealthy. I truly did. I felt like I was snapping on everybody. I, I was snapping on my sisters. I was snapping. I mean, I was just in a place of just snapping. You said hello, and I wanted to snap. You know? uh-huh. But the thing was, because I was not in an emotional state that I felt that I needed to be in. You understand what I'm saying? And when you yeah. get to that point. It is so hard for you to to come out of that spot unless you have somebody, and that's what I'm saying. You pray to God, but then when someone comes along and they reinforce the same thing Mm
0: -hmm. that God Mm -hmm.
1: builds you up, and that lets you know that this is not the end of the road. This is definitely just a beginning. You understand what I'm saying? You know, I always Mm -hmm. say, God, I thank you for being the beginning to my end. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what it's all about, it's like making sure that you are emotionally accountable for yourself, that you are emotionally healthy. Because if I'm stressed out, if I'm depressed, who can I help? So if I don't care, Sheree, and I don't have anybody pouring into Sheree, what's going to happen to Sheree? There will be no Sheree. Absolutely. It was like I was emotionally unhealthy. I really was. I was emotionally unhealthy. I found myself at a point of where I wanted to cry and didn't really know why I wanted to cry, you know? Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: And to, to put on a front and smile is exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. You have yeah. to understand that it's okay. It's okay to not be okay. It really is. But sometimes in ministry, because of what we, because of the demands that we place on ourselves, we allow people to then put those same demands on us Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we do not take care of us. So we don't confess all of our faults and all of We don't pray with one another. You know, we we are to confess our sins. We are to confess our faults to God. But we also need to talk about our weaknesses to others to find the healing. You know? And if we're not in that place of healing, then there is nothing that can be done. We're uh-huh. worthless, and as I yeah. said last week, I was in that emotional place where I I felt drained. By the end of the week, I was totally drained, you know. And God sent that person to like speak life into me, to mm. pray with me, to listen mm. to me and hear me out, and let me know that it's okay to be where you are. You just can't stay there, okay? It's
0: okay to be where we, you are. We, yeah, we can't stay there, and and. Wow. That's something that people need to hear in this hour. You know, um, as a counselor and a coach, um, in this hour, there are a lot of people who are stuck and they got stuck because of uh, a mindset. And like you're saying that because no one was there and available to throw them the life jacket. It Yeah, they have a relationship with Christ and they're leaning and depending on him. But because they didn't have the tangible hand and they didn't have the, the tangible, the foot, and they didn't have the, the, the voice that was liquid, right. it, it, they long, they, they're losing it. And they're feeling right. as though no one is there for me. No one cares about me. And so, yeah, you all need to understand that when you get to that place, you can't stay there. If it means that I've got that you have to reach out, then by all means reach out. Because a lot of right. times we're waiting for somebody to reach out to us and the truth be told, they may be in the same predicament that you're in. Yeah. And and they might be feeling like, you know, I mean we're ministers, yeah. But it's nice sometimes for somebody to just call us. And say, hey, I'm thinking about you. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Hey, I'm just sending you some love because generally that's what we're doing for everybody else,
2: right?
1: But again, and so as, to as get that back,
0: before,
1: yeah, right. As we said before, that a lot of people don't look at it in that manner. You know, they don't look at it that. Oh, well, if she's checking on me, then she's okay. Mm-hmm. But sometimes checking on you because I'm not okay. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So we need you to, like, check on me again. And a lot of times we don't do that because we feel, hey, if she checked on me, good, she's all right, but Mm -hmm. that's not always the truth. You know, that's not always true. And not only that, when you're being vulnerable, it's also spiritually empowering, too, you know, Um, because it takes away that that sense of pride. It takes away being so prideful, and pride can lead to destruction.
0: So
1: when we are vulnerable and we're get this right though, vulnerable to the right people, I don't mean vulnerable to every single person, but I mean vulnerable to the right people and allow God to lead you to those people, then it does help you spiritually because it knocks down that pride. And sometimes we tend to build up. We tend to put ourselves up so high that we can't be touched, but it all it helps us in the long run when it comes down to being spiritually empowering. You know, some people can take it that take it when we're like that. And some people can't handle it. Some people feel that, oh, they're just weak. I don't want to be a part of that. Not realizing that that's where we get the power from when we are able to be vulnerable, when we're able to tell you where we are, when we're able to tell you where we are and not stay there. But what happens is once we're there and, we, and God pulls us out, we come back even stronger than what we were before. All it is is like a refill. Of what God has given us, but this time He pours even more into us. And if we don't have those people around us, sometimes we we will fall. We will fall. Amen. We got to be really. Careful Amen. About that,
0: you know? Amen. We got to be really. Careful. We got to be careful. <laughs> we got to be careful. We have several yeah. calls on the line with us this okay. afternoon. If you have a question or a comment, certainly you can press one, and we can bring you live into the conversation. I mean, if this is something that you've experienced being in ministry or having dealt with someone in ministry and you're able to recognize the vulnerability or you've been vulnerable yourself in the midst of this pandemic. And you can bear witness to what we're sharing. Certainly we invite you to engage in the conversation. You can press one and we can bring you live. And um, we have a caller area code 201, the last four zero eight zero three. You're
2: live. Hello. Thank you. Hi, how are you? This is Nightisha Um, I just want to say to Sheree that amazing topic, everything you're saying, um, very transparent, and I um, thank you for reinventing, re-saying that word for me again to remind myself Um, I am vulnerable with the right people um, because it's very important. But also that piece of um, receiving as you pour out—it's very important. So thank you for reminding me um, that I'm on the right path because that's what I'm doing as I pour into other people. I have those people who pour into me; those aspiration groups, that pastor, or just someone that's dear to my heart. So. Thank you for um sharing your word today um and thank you for being transparent about your last week episode because many women are not transparent many women um stick and stay in that bubble because we don't want to share the weaknesses, but our weaknesses will save us if we are able to open up our mouth and our voices um and don't hide behind you know the closed doors because that's where the enemy wants us. And when the enemy can take on your mind, he he won. He won everything. He doesn't care about yeah. your body. He cares about your mind. So that's why we should be having that helmet of armor on our head. And so thank you for um, this noonday time that I needed today to refresh um, myself. So thank you, ladies. God bless you. Thank, thank you know. so much for calling in. Yes, yeah, thank
1: you very much. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, because sometimes we don't realize that um, we don't realize that what we go through is a lot of times it's for us, but then sometimes it's for others. I always say that my transparency is deliverance for someone else. You mm. know, um, God told me years ago. He gave me the word trans. Um, be transparent, and I was like, God, no, I don't want to be transparent. You know, I don't want to tell people what I'm going through. And it started with me writing prayers on on Facebook. For 462 days, I wrote a prayer. And what I did first was I was very vulnerable, telling, like crying out to God with what I was going through.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: then praying and then putting scripture to it. And I thought that it was for me, but then I started getting inboxes from people saying, hey, this really blessed me. I was going through this at this time. And God said, there's purpose in everything that uh-huh. I have to do. You may not uh-huh. see it at the beginning. There is definitely purpose, you know? And getting back to that vulnerability, um, whether we realize it or not, vulnerability is also bring in the, it attracts relationships. You know, it, what it does is it allows us to take off that mask. Because right now, and it's funny, because we're all wearing masks. And I've been yeah. sure and people say hello to me that I've known, and because I can't see their face, I don't really know who they are.
2: So mm-hmm. I say,
1: hey, how are you? So if I've done it to any of you guys. It wasn't because I was trying to act funny, but it was because I didn't realize who you were. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we wear this mask. And right now we have an excuse for the mask. But how about all the other? Did we have Uh, an excuse for wearing the mask? No, we didn't. But we do it because we're so afraid of what people are going to say or what people are going to do or how people are going to feel about us. And it's like basically you got to get who cares. As long as you are coming from a point of the word of you're coming from from God, then you have to be who God has called you to be. And sometimes it may not always look too pretty, you know, to others. But you just have to walk straight and know that God has your back. It also helps you with leadership too, because I can't be led by someone that doesn't tell me in so many words they have this. I can't be led by someone that seems like they have a perfect life. You understand know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because how can I relate to them when everything is so perfect for them? Or well, how can they relate right, to me? Right. Because they think that they're going to look at me in a different way. So. All those things are some of the things that we have to think about we have to consider. And then, at the, you know, when we, when we come to that point of vulnerability, it also impacts our word. It impacts who God has made us to be. It helps us to get to that from one point from A, A to B all the way down to where God wants us to end. So there's going to be trials, tribulations. There's going to be times of of, um, not doing too good, not feeling too well, not being presented properly or speaking the right thing or whatever the case may be. You can't be perfect because if we were perfect, we wouldn't be here. Right. Life is experience. And if you know anything about experiences, some of them are good and some of them are bad. So take them as they come.
0: Amen. We have to. We have to. Like you shared at the beginning, how can we – how can we help somebody if we've not gone through anything? Um, right. You know, I can tell people there are a lot of things I can help you with, but I can't help you understanding what it means to be a, a crackhead. I can't. I can't talk to you about what it means to be uh, an alcoholic. I can't speak to those things because those things have not been a part of my life. But those things that I have endured, oh yeah, I, we can go in. We can go. We can go deep. Right. because I know what I know and I know what I've been delivered from. And I think that's something, too, that we have to be able to embrace as as women um, and as as ministry leaders that our reality, I tell people all the time, my journey has been about having my reality revealed and then being Mm -hmm. empowered enough to deal with that reality. Allow it to be revealed and then be empowered to deal with that reality. And so it's encouraged me on my journey and and through it. Others have said, "Man, Val, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, even last night in ministering, you know, some of the women were coming up and telling their stories. And I said, you know, I just bless God, because for everything that you all have shared before I got on this platform to speak, you can look at my books and read all about it. You can read about the missing daddy. You can read about the bad relationships. You can read about the, the baby mama drama. You can read about no esteem. You can read about, you know, no love. You, you can read about all of that because those are things that I've come through that God allows me to see in my sisters and speak to. To let you know, and you, know what- you can't stay. When we don't tell those things, you know
1: the enemy just holds them over us, right? Absolutely. When
0: Absolutely. we don't speak
1: our truth, when we don't speak, when I say our truth, when we don't speak the things that have happened in our life, what the enemy does is he holds those over us, okay? And then he holds us hostage mm-hmm. so that we don't speak those things to people. Mm-hmm. And that's not what God wants. We've gone through those experiences, and should I say, he's brought us through those experiences yes. for a purpose, for his glory. And so why would we allow the enemy to hold us back? Yeah. From giving God the glory of what He's done in our life. Because we yeah. don't want to be embarrassed by people of the world. Who cares about people of the world? Who cares? And that's what I had to go through uh-huh. last week. I was like, you know what, girl, you need to really you really need to think about this thing. You know, at the end of the day, whose side are you on? Yeah. And
0: that's what it's yeah.
1: whose side are you on?
0: Yeah. The word declares that who the sun says. Yes. Who the yes. sun says free is free indeed. We're free in indeed. him. So, yeah, indeed, we are free. And so, yeah, the bondage, the shame, the guilt, whatever it is that we've experienced or are in the the moment of experiencing, my sisters and our listeners today know that you can be vulnerable. Just don't stay there. You right. can pour out, but make sure that you've got someone that's also pouring into you so that you can be refreshed and refueled for the work that God has for us to do in the kingdom of God. It, it's continuing. It's not going to stop. We're going to have a day. We might have a couple of days, but we know that because his power resides on the inside of us, that we're going to have the power to get up and to keep moving. That's true. we just got to be just that's connected true. to the right ones. Amen. Right. Not God. Amen. we got to be connected. You can't
1: pour unless you're being poured into, and that's what Absolutely. you have to remember. If nobody checks on you, you reach out to somebody and say, Hey, girl, I need you to check on me. So that's, that, right. that's how it happens. If they don't check on you, then you find somebody that you can check, that you can reach out to to check on you. Um, but God, God is definitely faithful. I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity to chat with you today. Um, I'm thankful for, for everybody that's been here um, on the radio blog today. So it, it's been a pleasure. I mean, it's been. How long? A year and three months since we've seen yes. each other. Yes,
0: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but
1: you know, God, uh, yeah. God is—he has purpose in everything He does.
0: He absolutely does. He absolutely does. Sheree, before you leave, share with the listeners about your book because you're an author. Okay. Tell us a little bit about oh, yeah. that and some information where we can find what it is you're doing in the kingdom in this hour.
1: Oh, wow. So I have three books, um, three books that I've co authored You can go to my website. It is um, um Those three books are powerful books. One of them um, talks about um, an experience that I've gone through. The other two are more so encouraging books um, to encourage you through the word of God. Um, and then I have another anthology coming out soon, I'm excited about that. And I also have a children's book that should be coming out, which is a territory that um, I've never tapped into, but God definitely tapped into me to do it, so I'm excited about that. Um, so right now I'm just sitting back allowing God to do a work in me so that I can be a blessing to others. Um, I did start a gift basket business over the pandemic time. That has been going very well, and that's called Gift by Journey. Um, I don't have a website for that yet, but if you go to my Facebook page, you can see all the different um, gift baskets that I do. So I'm um, right now, Val. I'm just waiting for God to continue to move in my life, so I can be a blessing to others in the process. Amen. You're going. To... Hey, Val, you went up the last part of that. You still went out. <laughs> uh. Hello?